This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Meanwhile, I read that former President Obama is concerned about 2024 and things Biden could lose. You know, things are in rough shape when Obama is losing hope, you know? Ah, I, I get it. That's uh, hope and change, hope and change. Uh... He hopes to change Western civilization into a beep hole that everyone will flee. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everybody go like this. Bad to the bone. not too early for bad to the bone. Well, well, well. Is it Tuesday already? You know what I did uh, make note of this morning, which is kind of fun, is that uh, last night I was out with a friend of mine, Bill. We were having a couple of beers, as you might imagine, and uh, some chips, and that was really about it. Uh, although... Um, he had, uh, he had a little food. He had the calamari, had the calamari and uh, stuff. And we had a couple, maybe a few beers and, and uh, hanging out and stuff. And uh, Bill was uh, making note of the, uh, you know, the early sunset and how early it gets dark. What with this daylight saving uh, ritual that we have and, and all this. But, um, uh, and I know a lot of people who think this is a, an important issue. And, and I understand that. I get it. I've got a brother who is, the, and I, one of my best friends in Washington, what, what do they call it, like the light, uh, I don't know, whatever, is something, sensitivity, something like that, about the short days of sunlight and the, and the early sunset and stuff. And my friend Bill was talking about it last night. He's like, you know, this is not my favorite time of year. I don't like the cold. I don't like it getting dark early and stuff. And then uh, I made note of, of this, and I mentioned it to my best girl just uh, a short time ago. The winter solstice. You know what the winter solstice is, Michael? It's the shortest day of the year. And then the days uh, start getting longer again. The days uh, the, the pagans uh, have rituals. You know, the Democrats, they have, uh, they have rituals for this sort of thing. But the winter solstice is the day after tomorrow. It's Thursday. And that means, that's pretty good, I think, that means that the days then start getting uh, longer again. You know, not uh, suddenly sunset at 8 o'clock or anything, but uh, the days start getting longer again. So um, uh, hope is on the way. That's a little uh, Barack Obama reference there, hope and change, because the length of the day will change, and uh, hope is just around the corner. Winter solstice uh, tomorrow. Summer solstice is kind of more fun. That's the longest day of the year and the latest sunset in theory and all that stuff. So that's good, and I like that. The uh, you know I don't mind it so much. But uh, certainly I get up in the dark. I get up and the sun comes up a long time after I wake up. And uh, the sun is down by the time I get home from work, of course, you know. So it's, there's a lot of dark, a lot more dark than there is. And uh, much of the other time, I'm indoors. I'm indoors. What with uh, jobs and everything like that. So we got that going for us. But in any event, happy uh, Tuesday, two days short of the, 
the winter solstice and and mere days away from uh, Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. And then, uh, of course, uh, what is it the day after? Oh, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa begins. I was uh, founded by that uh, that uh, torturer, uh, crazy criminal uh, convict guy. Uh, I don't really celebrate that, but that's me. Uh, and we've got a lot going on. The Democrat Party continues to become more and more racist and racialist and anti-Semitic. They love anti-Semitism, don't they? They don't love much, but anti-Semitism is something they love. And there are crazy stories out there. You see Alec Baldwin in New York. He's an actor. We should play the uh, You Are Worthless Alec Baldwin song today, don't you think? We've got a great song about, about Alec Baldwin. And, uh, and he was in the middle of a gang of uh, left-wing Democrats who are anti-Semites. And they're pro-terrorists because they're anti-civilization because they're the left. And nobody murders, loots, plunders destroys like the left, and the left is now here. We call them the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party isn't, as you probably already know. So we've got uh, Alec Baldwin in New York found himself in the middle of a mob of left-wing anti-Semites. Uh, I don't think he's Jewish. He's like an Irish guy, I think. But he uh, And it's kind of funny because uh, Michael and I were talking about this a little while ago. I have not agreed with Alec Baldwin. I agreed with him yesterday when he was caught in the mob and he yelled at them and he said a couple of stupid things too because he's Alec Baldwin. He didn't shoot anybody though, did he? He didn't he didn't uh, shoot any women and uh, kill them and then say I didn't point the gun and it wasn't loaded and I didn't pull the trigger. He didn't because that's really Alec Baldwin. It's the Alec Baldwin we all know and love. But I haven't agreed with him since um, I think the Hunt for Red October. Uh, last time I agreed with Alec Baldwin was Hunt for Red October. And then yesterday in New York when when he was um, enveloped, he was mobbed by a left-wing gang of anti-civilization. And, and the, the left, the Democrats, have raised at least one generation, I think a couple of generations, of anti-civilization, ignorant, violent, um, you know, gangs. They're the, it's the gangs of New York all over again. You ever see that movie, Gangs of New York? It's, kind of, it, it's too long, but it's fun. It's a fun movie, and it's about all kinds of interesting things. But the Democrats, they are, there, were th- how many, there were thousands on the streets of New York last night. And where did they go? Penn Station. Did they also go to Grand Central Station? It's a, it's a much nicer train station. If I were going to go violently protest on behalf of the Nazis uh, like they were doing last night, then I might go to Grand Central because it's nicer. But that's me. Not really just a matter of opinion. But the, uh, the mobs were out there and they're, and they're chanting. And also they had these radicals. And they were apparently Middle Eastern women uh, who would be used as cannon fodder in the Gaza. We should probably send them there. And uh, they were in their full shadors and so on in New York City. And they were chanting anti-police, anti-NYPD chants. You know how they're always chanting? What is it with their chanting? They're always chanting, these people. And they love rhyming things, like children. They have the brains of crazy, violent, murderous, racist, anti-Semitic children, and there are armies of them. We call them the Democrat Party. And uh, last night, we'll play some of this stuff for you because these crazy people on the street with their anti-NYPD chants, anti-American chants, they're all Democrat voters, every single stinking one of them, and you can smell some of them from here. It's uh, When I say stinking, I'm, I'm not being rude. It's, that's literal, but never mind that. 
So we got that going. And the New York, uh, the violent mobs. Also in Washington, D.C., we got a lot of this stuff going on in Washington, D.C. Uh, in fact, the Jerusalem Post is restore, reporting the story. They're in Israel, as you might imagine, the Jerusalem Post. Man arrested in Washington, D.C. now, shouting, gas the Jews outside of a D.C. synagogue, a Washington, D.C. synagogue. But it's more than that because the man who police have identified only as a Democrat uh, sprayed people with an unknown chemical substance. It is presumably pepper spray or mace or something, but you never know because, um, you know, Democrats, and they're the left, uh, the most murderous gang of ghouls in the history of the world. They make the Islamists look like the Red Cross, the left does. But uh, setting that aside, man arrested, New York Post has the story, man arrested after spraying unknown substance at victims yelling, gas the Jews in front of D.C. synagogue. And it's kind of a, a fascinating story for a number of reasons. And one of the reasons is that it's uh, you're not going to find it on the front page of the Washington Post because the Washington Post doesn't cover the news. They cover it up. It's quite remarkable. And you think, well, you go to the front page of the Metro sectional, and surely it would be there for the local news. And once again, you would be wrong. That's the, uh, no, they're concerned about the rain there. They've got a story about the rain because climate change, global warming, every time it rains. And when it doesn't rain, that's climate change too. It is, uh, it's remarkable. So I've got uh, lots of Democrat Party updates for you today. None of them encouraging, I've got to say. Uh, although we do have James Carville now. He's in a documentary. They all make document documentary films about each other. And uh, then they themselves distribute them, and then they themselves go see them. It's a pretty good system they have. It's a circle fest in a hot tub, as everybody knows, hot tub. And uh, James Carville, is he's the raging Cajun, and he's demented. And that's why they love him. They don't love him in spite of that. They love him. And he is going around in this documentary saying, Joe Biden, you know, is uh, not the guy. He's got to go. It's time for Joe Biden to go. How far ahead of the curve was I on all of this? Months and months ahead of the curve and uh, saying that Joe Biden would not be the nominee come Election Day next year. And they're still rattling the cage. I, Hillary Clinton's going to help him campaign, according to multiple news reports. They better keep a close eye on her because she might shove him down the stairs coming out of Air Force One uh, and say, I am ready to serve <laughs> with her Satan horns and a pitchfork and stuff. Because she's Hillary. So we got uh, we got that. And the poll numbers, once again, real bad for Joe Biden, worse than ever. Even this is how bad it's gotten for Joe Biden. Even Kamala Harris is now polling better than Joe Biden. Just need to pause on that for a moment. Even Kamala Harris has a better poll number than Joe Biden. And that is the end of history. That's it right there. Just uh, just extraordinary. And speaking of criminals and Democrats being criminals, which most of them, I think, are, is that an exaggeration? Eh, hard to say. Well, we can say um, if most Democrats aren't criminals, certainly the overwhelming majority of criminals are Democrats. That is for certain. Police shooting under investigation in Penn Quarter. Penn Quarter is uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, a lot of government buildings down there, and it's where the Trump Waldorf Hotel is, and 
I still call it the Trump Waldorf, even though it's not the Trump Hotel anymore. It's just the Waldorf. But a uh, Chanel store, you know, Coco, Coco Chanel, uh, Coco Chanel store was uh, robbed by a gang of Democrats who blasted everybody with a fire extinguisher and then stole everything they could. An armed security guard took a shot at the criminals. And now the District of Columbia wants to jail the armed security guard because they want more shootings. They want more criminals. They want more robberies. The The Democrats running the city, the mayor, Muriel Bowser, the racist uh, city council members, they want more people shot and killed. I honestly think they must invest in funeral homes before they run for office and maybe ammunition uh, manufacturers. But that's a, uh, that's a pretty amazing story, too. Police shooting under investigation in Penn Quarter neighborhood because... Uh, uh, uh. And then, just to keep things all uh, level and even, Stephen, D.C. police shoot man during foot pursuit in Penn Quarter. It's Penn Quarter again. It's downtown Washington, D.C. It's close to the, the arena where the Capitals play hockey and the Bullets, I still like to call them the Bullets, play uh, basketball, the Wizards, you know. And um, uh, uh, that's one of the many reasons that the owner of those teams is looking to leave Washington, D.C. because he doesn't want everybody he knows to be shot while uh, going downtown D.C. And you might get shot because Democrats, because Democrats run the city council, Democrat is a mayor, uh, the Democrats are crooks and criminals, and they're children. They raise their children to be criminals. So that's why they like to not arrest criminals and you know, be harsh with them because they know next time it's their son or their daughter. They got 13-year-old daughters carjacking people with guns in Washington, D.C. too. Yeah, but D.C. police shoot men during foot pursuit and the media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, are now, uh, they want to get the police officer because they're out to get the police. And that's why the police department can't recruit anybody and why people are retiring. And I know D.C. police officers And people are retiring from the D.C. Police Department at a record rate, which is the case in cities all over the country. Uh, D.C. police shot a man during a foot pursuit in a busy part of Northwest on Monday. Say that, how dare you shoot in a busy place? Well, that's where the criminals are, stupid. The shooting happened around 8.30 p.m., 8.30 p.m., the 900 block of F, F Street. Now, here's the... uh, the thing, I, I work in the evenings uh, down by about 14th and F, and uh, that's uh, that's close to, to where this is. No, no big deal. It's perfectly normal in Washington, D.C. Pay no attention. And uh, MPD, Metropolitan Police Department Executive Assistant, Jeffrey Carroll said at a news conference that the scene is steps away from the downtown holiday market. That's where the criminals go. They're all Democrats. Uh, the Capital One Arena and the National Portrait Gallery. The National Portrait Gallery doesn't draw a lot of gun-toting criminals, I gotta say. Police said they were attempting to stop the man because they suspected he was armed, but did not specify what he was doing with the gun. The news media is like, hey, he might have just had an illegal gun to commit a crime someplace else. You should leave him alone until he commits the crime. And then you shouldn't shoot him. And if you do shoot him, you should just shoot him in the leg like uh, Joe Biden recommended. Remember that? Joe Biden recommends just shoot him in the legs. And go out on your balcony and fire both rounds out of your double-barrel shotgun and then stand there with an empty gun like a moron. Don't take advice from morons. Just saying. That includes Joe Biden. Uh, 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 Uh-uh-uh-uh. 
Uh, the man ran from the police, and during the chase, he displayed the firearm. He displayed it. Did he put it like in a plexiglass case with a wooden base? No, he pulled out his gun and was threatening the police and everybody else there, and he got shot because that's why we pay the police to shoot that guy. Thank you, police, for shooting that guy. So Biden and his poll number is not so good. Why do Democrats all hate the Jews? What do you see these poll numbers, what they've done to young Americans? The Nazi party didn't have so many anti-Semites as uh, 18, what, 18 to 24-year-old Democrats has more genocidal anti-Semites than the Nazi party had. And still, ABC News calling Trump Hitler last night. He is not the leader of the Democrat Party. Governor Greg Abbott in Texas has come up with a solution, and the Democrats are against it for criminal border stuff. The five-year-old boy that died in Joe Biden's custody. And we are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. A great deal to get to today. The Boston Globe demands that Harvard clarify this plagiarism charge against the president of Harvard because the Boston Globe says it matters. Nothing really matters. That an old song. Um, all right, let's take a let's take a phone call because I have to get all of my crazy ducks in a row that the Democrats gave me today. Uh, I was marveling at this because Jasmine is on phones and uh, she spread she spelled excuse me Friedrich Nietzsche correctly. That is amazing. Nobody spells Nietzsche correctly. Let's go to James calling from. Uh, oh, it's too late. No, you're right. I, I'm looking at the clock now. I'll go to James when we come back. I ran the clock out on myself again. I do I do that a lot. And I want to give him short shrift here. But uh, Jasmine, a brilliant person, well-educated. Come on, who spells Nietzsche correctly? Practically nobody. Even the Nietzsche family gets it wrong half the time. So we got that. That's right, We got that's the kind of show we are. We talk Nietzsche very casually. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. That's right. It's, uh, you know, if you don't like the uh, winter months and the early uh, sunset and the, you know, 
short day of sunlight. It's called seasonal affective disorder, which naturally becomes an acronym, right? Because everything has to be a code. Everything has to be an And what is it, Michael? Seasonal affective disorder. It's sad. Sad. Yeah. I'm very sad. Get one of those lights. I know a couple of people have gotten those lights that are like daylight lights in the home. Sure. Seasonal affective disorder. That's right. Got people out there looking out for me, you know. Got all that. All right, let's get back to uh, Friedrich Nietzsche because, uh, you know, we do we do a little uh, philosophy here. And uh, we le- usually leave most German stuff to the Democrats, well, with the Socialist Workers' Party and the anti-Semitism and all that. But uh, right now, let's go back to the phones. We are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to James calling from Tyson's Corner, which we keep in Virginia. James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning. I just want to thank your call screener and producer for allowing me to be on. Um, The quote that I'm about to share, it's pretty simple. Um, There is a point in the history of a society when it becomes so pathologically soft and tender that, among other things, it sides even with those who harm it, criminals, and does this quite seriously and honestly. And that is Friedrich Nietzsche. And, um, you know, and I'll turn it over to you in a second. You know, last week, uh, you know, we had pornography shot in one of our sacred buildings. Uh, You know, that could be a national security blackmail threat. We have adults being sworn in on stacks of, I don't know, maybe child pornography, maybe because it's in a cartoon. Um, we had Satan go up in the state hall or in, or in a state government building. And it's like, it's pretty provocative stuff. So um, just want to thank you for taking my call. I told the call screener I was going to be kind of short, and I definitely want to keep my word to that. And I hope mm-hmm. uh, you have a phenomenal day and an incredible show. Oh, thank you very much, James. That's, uh, that is, that's wonderful. And, and it's a great quote. It is, and I, I just found it right here. You know why I just found it? Al Gore. That's why, because of Al Gore's amazing internet. Without Al Gore, where would uh, all of society be? There is a point in the history of a society when it becomes so pathologically soft. That sounds like us. In fact, we've got the TikTok videos of our soldiers in the Army uh, complaining that the food's not good and their accommodations are not beachfront condos, and they make them exercise and stuff because... So uh, Friedrich Nietzsche says there is a point in the history of a society when it becomes so pathologically soft and tender that, among other things, it sides with those who would harm it, criminals, and does this quite seriously and honestly. Seriously and honestly. That's a funny way uh, to phrase it. But Nietzsche was a very funny man, and he had a funny mustache. So uh, that, is, uh, that is a remarkable quote. And it is uh, pertinent today. Uh, Nietzsche and, and the Europeans, they studied the rise and fall of empires and uh, why societies collapsed over time. And there are a great many forces, tectonic forces, that are pressuring Western civilization to collapse. 
And in order to accomplish that, you must target the United States of America. The, the world's communist superpowers have long targeted the United States of America, knowing that we are the linchpin to creating a, a global totalitarian state. We have long been the only thing that stands in their way. The Soviet Union know that, uh, knew that the uh, past tense, thanks to Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher and people who are on our side, unlike the Democrat Party today. But it's true. Uh, Nietzsche, uh, when a society becomes so pathologically soft and tender that, among other things, it sides with those who would harm it, Hamas, Russia, China, radical Islam more broadly in addition to Hamas, the invading armies coming from our south, our open borders, and, of course, those who would harm it include the left inside of our own borders, quite obviously. Um, and they provide us with most of the criminals, which is Nietzsche's next line there. It's, uh, it's extraordinary and, and does this quite seriously and honestly. And it's true, the Democrat Party, the left, part of the global left, the international left, they do quite seriously and honestly want to harm the United States of America. And they will side with any enemy of the United States. No, the Democrat Party sided with the Soviet Union every chance they got. In Vietnam, Hanoi Jane sitting there posing on an anti-aircraft gun, smiling with her communist pith helmet on. And the riots in the streets of the United States of America uh, on the side of the communists, backed by the Soviet Union, pushing communist armies coming out of North, North Vietnam. And, uh, of course, the, you know, the commies came out of the North in Korea as well. We stood in their way. We stood in their way in Vietnam. The Democrat Party was in favor of the Sandinistas, the communists in, in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Uh, and uh, Ronald Reagan wanted to blast the commies out of Central America. The Democrats wanted to send them weapons because the Democrats are not on our side and they haven't been for a long time. But uh, that is, uh, James, a great uh, Nietzsche quote. I was not familiar with that quote. I'm going to whip that out. I think I might, maybe I'll print it out, put it in my wallet. Put it, <laughs> so I can whip it out. Remember people that, now you put it in your phone, of course, but you could, uh, you could print it out and cut it and uh, put it in your wallet. So we got that going for us. Now, speaking of the uh, racist, anti-Semitic party, the Democrat Party, let's go to, to some of the madness that, um, that they spread. Uh, one of the things they're spreading is anti-Semitism, of course, right? And I mentioned a few minutes ago, man arrested after spraying unknown substance at victims yelling, gas the Jews, in front of a D.C. synagogue, a D.C. synagogue, because that's uh, what they do. A 33-year-old man, allegedly, uh, they, they love the word allegedly, don't they? allegedly, he was arrested for it, but he hasn't been convicted yet. And you know, they're very scrupulous about that, as, as long as you're a, a leftist and a Democrat. If uh, you're Steve Bannon or Donald Trump, they don't use the word allegedly very much. A 33-year-old man allegedly sprayed an unknown substance at two victims as he yelled, gas the Jews, in front of a Washington, D.C. synagogue Sunday morning, day before yesterday, according to Police uh, and a report. They got police and a report. Brent Wood, his name is Brent Wood, is accused of uh, spraying the two victims as he shouted the anti-Semitic phrase near the Kesher Israel congregation around 9.30 a.m., authorities said. Did they allegedly say? 
He allegedly yelled, gas the Jews, as he deployed the foul-smelling substance. Um, What was it? I mean, uh, how many days does it take to figure out? Was it pepper spray or mace? Uh, Was it Lysol? What, what, uh, What was it? No injuries were reported. It's unclear if the victims were connected to the synagogue. The suspect was arrested and his car was examined as a precaution. They examined his car. But uh, no hazardous materials were found, Metro Police said. That's a New York report. They're not Metro Police. It's the Metropolitan Police Department. The incident is being investigated as a possible hate or bias crime because that'll make it really bad. Normally when Democrats commit crimes against people, it's out of love. But occasionally there's a crime they commit out of hate. They, uh, out of hate. The classification of a crime can be changed at any point. Uh, more information is gathered, according to the Metro Police. You know, we have a Metro Police, but they patrol the subway system and the, the buses and stuff. The Metropolitan Police are not the same, but it's the New York Post writing it. They're using New York terminology and applying it to Washington, which doesn't work. Still, even if it is later determined to be a hate crime by investigators, it does not mean prosecutors will automatically prosecute it as one, which they doubtless won't because the left-wing prosecutors in D.C. are pro-criminal, pro-crime. That means they're leftists. That means they're anti-Semites. In fact, we have Trayon White of the Washington, D.C. City Council. He's an elected city council member, elected again and again. And you may remember it was before he was re-elected the last time. He was driving along in his automobile, driving along in my automobile, uh, making a video of himself talking about how the the Rothschilds and the Jews make it snow. Man, it just started snowing out of nowhere this morning, man. Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. This climate manipulation. And D.C. keep talking about we're a resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create natural disasters. They can pay for it and own the cities, man. Be careful. That's right. They can be careful. Got to be careful. They can pay for it and own the cities. You know how those Jews are. They're uh, crafty. That is a Democrat city councilman in our nation's capital, our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And he was reelected after that because, you know, now here is the uh, the craziest thing ever uh, about the the numbers of young people who are anti-Semites and anti-Israel, and and obviously they're being raised in left-wing school systems by left-wing, and also I shared the story with you a couple of weeks ago, a study that came out that if you're raised in a household where your parents identify as liberal, you're much more likely to suffer from mental illnesses, which is easy to explain. In fact, it's so obvious that it doesn't even need explaining. Liberals raise beep. See, I can't use the word that I'm thinking, but the, uh, you know, mentally ill, they raise mentally ill people. And that's why you find them sleeping in, um, you know, parks and saying, we are the 99% Occupy Wall Street because they're raising mentally ill people. They have no values, but but these are new Democrat Party values. Here's the New York Times. Um, uh, it, it's just extraordinary. How much is Biden's support of Israel hurting him with young voters? That's what the New York Times wants to know. How much is his support? I didn't notice he was really supporting Israel. He's talking out of both sides of his mouth. But the New York Times is, uh, they're upset because it's all about electoral politics, naturally. Uh, Donald Trump leads him among um, uh, people that aren't anti-Semites. It's it's an amazing thing. 
uh, anti-Semites. The Democrat Party is so twisted around their demented axle. Here is uh, Town Hall, because Town Hall actually has the story, and National Review has the story. Town Hall with uh, its Matt Vespa, the wonderful Matt Vespa, journalist who does great work at Town Hall and has been doing great work for a long time. The headline is, Young Americans Seem Quite Supportive of Murdering Jewish People. That's the headline. That gets you right to the point. Should we be worried about these cross-tabs, or is this a classic example of young people being um, complete morons on political issues? And it's got a photograph of a bunch of young, white, college people who came from the suburbs wearing Palestinian headdresses and carrying Hamas flags and chanting, kill the Jews, or some variation of that. Uh, the, the numbers are quite amazing. It's nothing new. Young people have been stupid for generations, Matt Vespa writes. It's a cynical thing, but young people being dumb on the issues never ventured into genocidal territory. It was usually about taxes, young folks soak the rich types, or went off about gun control or abortion. It was never about whether Israel should be destroyed and all the Jews should die, but that's where the Democrats have taken it. A new Harvard-Harris poll. Liberals have to believe it because it's Harvard and, and Harris. It's the Harris poll. Showed an astounding amount of young people think that Hamas should take over the Jewish state. Hamas is a genocidal death cult and a radical Islamic army. And young Americans have been brainwashed to the point where they're on the side of Hamas. Hence their pervasive from the river to the sea chants. It's a call for genocide, and the kids are all about it. Now, the numbers are quite astonishing. I've got to say, the, um, the number of, of people, and it's, uh, what, 18 to 24, 18 to 24-year-olds in the Harvard-Harris poll, 60%, 60%, 6 in 10, of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States of America say that the attack of October 7th can be justified by Palestinian grievances because the Jews are the victimizers and the terrorists are the victims, the murderers, the rapists, the ones who are dismembering women with giant knives and murdering them and raping their dead bodies. Those are the victims in the story, according to 18 to 24-year-olds, 60% of them. 79% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the Harvard-Harris poll support the ideology of white people as oppressors. This is radical left-wing think, extremists. I, I honestly think it's almost time to take away their electricity. I'm on the brink of uh, taking away everybody's. I, I don't have that power. But uh, if I did, I'm thinking... Uh, I might just take electricity away from huge swaths of people. You know, these morons in the Gaza, and they're morons, they attack the people that provide them with electricity and clean water. And then, when the electricity and the clean water are cut off, Democrats in the United States freak out and say, how dare, this is a humanitarian crisis. No, the dismemberment of women with knives, that was a humanitarian crisis, the, the rapes and stuff. 67% support ideology of Jews as oppressors. 67% Jews are oppressors. 79% white people are oppressors. 60% say the attacks of October 7th can be justified 
because of Palestinian grievances. The Democrats raised these people, and uh, they're broken people. They're dangerous people, and they are the youth of America. Vladimir Lenin said, give me a child for 10 years and I'll give you a Bolshevik for life. The Democrats have made good on that. See, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. I told you the story about uh, D.C. police shooting a man outside of a, and it's down by the Capital One Arena. I mentioned that where the Caps play and the bullets. I think that's why they stopped calling them the bullets. Is that right? I like bullets. Bullets was more appropriate. They should change it back to the bullets. And then move to Virginia anyway. D.C. police shot a man right outside of a packed Capital One arena where Madonna was getting ready to perform. They had Mad- Is Madonna still out there? Is she, uh, huh. Does she have a walker? Does she come out with a walker on stage? Because she's no spring chicken. I'll give you that. Yeah, so that is uh, Madonna was inside. getting. They had to reschedule because of something, probably too much crime back then. So rescheduled. And uh, the police, uh, it, the guy had a gun and he's running through this crowd. And the news media is very upset. Well, was he running away from you with a gun in his hand? Or was he running towards you with a gun in his hand? The news media needs to know. They don't know anything about policing, but... They know about lynching because it's a business full of Democrats. And if Democrats know anything, honestly. And Ted Leonsis, the team owner who is moving the teams to Virginia, uh, he must look at the local news every night and say, yeah, right decision. I did the right thing. That's what I'm talking about. And what was the other one? Is it the, the crime down there is amazing. But never mind that. In New York, um, there were lots of violent mobs of anti-Semites out on the street last night because you got to remember, every knocked is crystal knocked with the left in town. And Herr Hitler's party was called the Socialist Workers' Party. National Review did the story. Half of young Americans say Israel should be, quote, ended Israel should be ended. Half of young Americans, educated by Democrats, and given to Hamas, which is a genocidal death cult. And the young Americans, they're they're Democrats. This is for real. It is not made up. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.